0: Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany and I am joined here by my magic band loving husband, Tony. This week on the podcast, we were talking all about something many people don't really think is possible at Walt Disney World, and that's ways to save money. Some people criticize Disney for saying that it's pricey and unaffordable, but in our opinion, it truly just depends on the way that you vacation at Walt Disney World and the things that you do like to incorporate into your vacation. We've talked to a cast member before um, one night at the Emporium, and she told us that there were people that she's talked to who have literally taken on a loan to go to Walt Disney World, but that's completely unnecessary in my opinion. So we are kind of breaking down just like our best tips for saving money at Disney. And just as a disclaimer, before you get started with this, this isn't going to be like weird things or like off the wall things like buying third party tickets or um, even getting like a Target rag card to get a discount on gift cards. You can do that, but it's just like practical ways to save money at Disney. So you ready to roll with it?
0: Ready to roll. A lot of these you may you may have heard. You may be I think it's common sense, but it's a lot of or all these are ones that we've encountered or we've uh, we've screwed up on and we waste a lot of money on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's definitely one of those where it's it's easy to just go overboard and not really think about how much money you're spending and how much money you didn't have to spend. Right.
1: Yeah, and like going to Disney, like like Tony said, a lot of these are things that we've learned on our own. The way that you learn so much at Disney is by like nuances of new experiences. So for example, right now we're getting ready to go back to Disney at the end of this month. It's this is New Year's Day when we're recording this, so happy New Year. But um we I've been like researching different things with taking babies to Disney World. So obviously those are things we've never known before, but we're learning them kind of as we go and as we experience it with the situation. Let's... Yep. Okay. So the first one is don't pay for water at Walt Disney World. A bottle of water, like a Dasani water bottle, is like three seventy five for the Dasani. So top of the line water. The alternative to that, and something that we always do, is we have a tumbler full of water, like in our backpack during our vacation. It depends on the time of year as to whether or not I feel like you're going to need water at Disney. Like if you're going during the warmer months okay obviously you need water so bring a refillable water bottle but if you're going in the cooler months you may not need it and you may just be able to get it at like quick service locations or something like that which that's the pro tip you can always get free water from any quick service location in any of the parks
0: yes you don't need to bring your own container we like to now and we don't even have it filled up half the time but it's nice to have mainly I've found because you can eat in a lot of lines, True. All, and then you want something to drink, you don't have anything. So that's one of the big ones that we have that with us. Otherwise, yeah, you can get a cup no matter what, and you don't pay for anything, and just kind of grab it and go.
1: Yeah, and like something fun that we like to do is we have a like refillable tumbler from Pop Century. You can typically get one that's themed to the resort that you're staying at, um, so that's kind of a fun thing too. Like we just put it in in there, and then also to. A lot of people don't like the way that the water tastes at Walt Disney World, but um, you can always add flavoring to your water.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a big one, and that's a huge one you don't think about is you can't yet yeah, bring your... Because now there's so many additives you could bring to, you know... Like an put, energy. Put in your water. You yeah. Know, all your caffeine. But at the end of the day... I just, you just grab that, that hot dog water and slam it. <laughs> and just, like, it's there for one purpose. You just you're you're hydrated and move on.
1: Yeah, like I said, you can go to any quick service location throughout the parks and grab water. In the warmer months of the year, um, a lot of those locations will have like trays set up with like water cups with ice in them, or there will be like a um, what do you call it? Like a, a pitch not a pitcher of water, but like a container like of water that you can pour. Jugs. Yeah that like you can like a sports jug or something that you can pour water into a cup um so that's a great way to save money another one is to bring your own snacks we've done this in the past with like protein bars or like the chomps beef jerky sticks or something like that just to kind of have something to like hold us over but if you're looking to save money you can always get like if you have little ones and they love goldfish or something bring goldfish with you don't buy the mickey goldfish at disney world
0: well this isn't even one that we implement just being at Disney World. We do this kind of everywhere, too. True, But especially for, like, in your hotel room, too. Yeah. For, you know, keep, mean, you know, like, we see jerky or little slim gym type of snacks or whatever. But that's, yeah, the way you don't have to buy just some random overpriced vending machine thing or what or, you know, just everything just adds up over time just to have wherever you're at in a, in transportation center or whatever, I mean, anywhere.
1: Yeah, and something that you can also do, too, al- along the same lines of bringing snacks Let's say you, um, your kids love goldfish, and you love eating like the kind bars every day, but you don't want to pack them in your suitcase. You can always have them either delivered from Amazon, um, have Amazon Fresh deliver them. Or you can have like a grocery delivery service, um, deliver them. Vacation groceries is a great um, service that I recommend to my clients. Um, they will deliver groceries to your resort for you. And there's not like, a huge markup with it. It's just a delivery fee. So that's something that's a really great thing that you can do to where you're saving money. I talked about doing that last time. I said I wanted to just buy like apples are like $3 at Disney. Or you can just get like a whole bunch of apples delivered to your resort. If you have other snacks that you're bringing, you know.
0: And these are all tricky for us, too, because when we would go on vacation, we like to just spend money. Right. We, wanna, we don't want to pack stuff. We don't want to, you know, we like to, every, all the snacks there, we're not, you know, just the minimal. Like Yeah. In between, you know. Cause yeah. Because so you're there to eat the snacks there and try right. different things. But it's just one of those, you can cut out a hundred bucks easy here or there, just not, you know, wasting money I think on buying is... a $4 water every two hours
1: yeah and i think that this is a big one especially if you have little ones who like need like the cheerios and the goldfish and all of that stuff it would be a lot easier and a lot more cost effective to have like vacation grocery delivery company or like amazon fresh or something like that drop it off at your resort so then you can park it pack it in your park bag it's already there you're not looking for it when they're hungry and then you're saving the money on it but like tony said i mean part of the thrill of going to Disney World and going on vacation is getting the spring rolls from the Adventureland spring roll cart. I've never actually eaten them. Or getting a Dole whip or something like that. But if you're looking for ways to cut back and save money, this is a great way to do it.
0: Yeah, so bottom line, make your kids eat everything from the house and you get the fun. <laughs> True. They don't know any different anyway
1: that yeah and that's very true like why would you pay four dollars i don't know if that's cost for mickey goldfish when you can just get like the regular goldfish from your grocery store or from one in
0: orlando yeah so get you get yourself a mickey bar let your kids take a picture with it but don't let them eat it (laughs) you have to be older to eat this
1: yeah next one don't feel obligated to do sit down dining locations especially at epcot so if you're looking to save money at Walt disney world There are many quick service locations that I personally feel like have great dining options. Um, Columbia Harbor House at Magic Kingdom. Casey's Corner is not a place that has like unique dining, but it's just a classic location. Like the Corn Dog Nuggets are amazing. Um, Over at Epcot, all of the festival booths are great. Regal Eagle Smokehouse is good um hollywood studios is like ronto roasters or docking bay seven and then satuli canteen and animal kingdom those are places that have like higher end items but they're a quick service location and they have a less expensive price
0: yeah so this is one we've personally found out probably last two years that we we like to go out to eat right try it all do it all but sometimes you just go overboard and you're kind of like why do i why do we spend all that money Eating out every meal. Especially like at Epcot. That's when where you eat yeah. like it's, it's kind of overrated. Or I feel 20, like that's a double-edged
1: sword though. At Epcot. Because we like to have a sit-down dining location to like take a break. But like you said too, there's so many great quick service locations. Or just the festival booths are amazing.
0: I think last time we sat down and ate, we regretted because we weren't even that hungry. We are snacking all day long. Uh, we ate at we uh, and
1: Rose and Crown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I tried to get the gluten-free fish and chips, which was just grilled fish and chips, and that was not the same.
0: Yeah. Overall, we feel like the food is kind of overrated with the fish and chips.
1: At Rose and Crown?
0: Yeah, well, it's the, just it's just The like, our atmosphere and everything is awesome, and I have to go in every single time, but I don't feel like I, oh we would probably eat there again. I
1: don't think. Yeah. So just don't feel obligated. So you instead you could go to Rosen Crown Pub and grab a drink in there.
0: Or don't for one don't even sit down and just get them outside too.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Or go yeah. to Yorkshire County and Fish uh, Company, them. which is the quick service location and all these service fish and chips. They don't have the gluten free fish and chips there, but they have fish and chips. And then you could get a drink from the pub inside. Or there's like a like a quick service stand that has a beer that has beer you can get too.
0: Yeah. So case in point. Perfect. Yeah. A lot of like a lot of the stuff you get outside the pavilions similar to what you're going to get at a restaurant. Not obviously all of them, but some of them. Right. Like Mexico. Similar. Yeah. Drinks.
1: At the quick service locations? Yeah. Well, and... At La Cava de Tequila, if you go, like, so Mexico, at La Cava de Tequila, that's one of our favorite locations to go to. Like, I love the margaritas there. You can go and get a margarita inside. Go into the Mexico pyramid. Don't get it from, like, the quick service location outside because it's just going to be, like, a margarita, like, machine margarita outside, in my opinion. Um, go inside and get, like, that from, like, the quick service location or from the La Cava de Tequila. Just grab one. The... Sit-down locations in Mexico have the exact same margaritas as they do at La Cava de Tequila. So you're not missing anything.
0: Definitely side note: You have to go get a margarita. Yeah. Relax inside in the darkness in that pavilion. 1000%. It must
1: must do. 1000%. Number four, bring a poncho. We learned this from personal experience because in February, I was like, why do I need a poncho in February? It's not going to rain. Turns out it, like, poured down rain the entire day of our you anniversary. Get
0: you get stuck in an area or you're going to get soaked. You don't even have to have a poncho. I'll bring, like, a really, really light rain jacket that you can fold up the same as a poncho. Right. You don't got to look like, a tra- like carrying a trash bag around and wearing a trash bag. You can be stylish and have a really thin rain jacket, too. But we
1: jo- we were joking because we were, like, it had been really cold and we were, like, Disney's, like, being like bring out the sweatshirts bring out the sweatshirts and then all of a sudden it started raining and it's like bring out the ponchos bring out the ponchos so i ended up getting a poncho from the gift shop outside of pirates of the caribbean and stood in line forever to get this like seven dollar poncho that i think i ripped in like two minutes because i was, was just more like, than stretching
0: seven it. bucks it was like 13 dollars, probably yeah Disney's always ready to to bank on your mishaps yeah like jackets it. At- at uh disney springs we saw them roll oh uh, yeah like when you I- kind of change the weather they have everything in the back ready to roll out and just burn your credit card when too.
1: we <laughs> went that year to disney and it was um it was cold that's another like money saving tip is kind of like pack for all um that's not one that we had written down but like pack for all like pack for all weather because you really don't know what you're gonna get in florida unless you're gonna be there in july you know it's gonna be hot
0: I'm Bad about that. One.
1: but yeah like we went to um disney one year and we talked about it before but but it was like in the it was like in the like 40s and 50s that the first couple of days and um Tony had nothing that was like for cold weather and then I had like one sweatshirt so I was looking for sweatshirts everywhere and they were all out because everybody had bought them
0: yeah so you don't have to poncho but have something for rain
1: yeah number five buy gift cards to budget for your vacation. So I talked about like, you can get gift cards at Target. And if you have a Target red card, you can get a discount for that. I'm not necessarily talking about that in this scenario, but you can get a gift card, a different Disney gift card for each day and like preload. Let's say you want to budget $150 for the day. That's for merchandise and that's for dining, or maybe that's just for dining. Um, you could have a gift card preloaded with $150 for each day of your vacation. And then once that money runs out, then, you know, like, Hey, my spending's kind of done for the day. Um, at Epcot, as a side note, you can always get like a gift card that's on a, one of those spiral like bracelet things. Um, and you can, yeah, a wristlet thing. And you can use it at like all of the festival booths or anywhere in Epcot, but it just kind of helps you budget. And you're not like just like spending by pulling money out of your wallet or just swiping on your credit card.
0: Yeah, or you can give it to your kids. It's like all day long. That's true too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Especially like if you have older kids or something like that, Um, they may be like going off on their own. Or if you're just kind of trying to teach them the value of a dollar, you can do that. Number six: be flexible on dates. This is something that I talk about a lot over on TikTok or with my clients. When you are planning a vacation to Walt Disney World. You could go on the 11th and it could be $183 to stay at Pop Century. You could go on the 12th and it could be $132. So be flexible on the dates of your vacation. Typically, if you're going to Disney... If you check in on a Sunday or a Monday, it's going to be less expensive. And then if you check out by like a by Thursday or Friday, you're going to save. Whereas if you're there through the weekend, you're spending a little bit more money. Or if you're going during the peak season, which is going to be Christmas to New Year's or during the holidays, of course, it's going to be more expensive or during spring break.
0: Yeah, we tend to do this one a lot. And you have to be careful as far as how you save money. Because typically for us, if we're there more, you're going to spend more. Right. So you can get there cheaper and there comes <laughs> in cheaper, but you may not save money.
1: Yeah. So we are going to Disney um, at the end of this month I talked about, and we moved up our trip a day because we're saving $500 on flights by flying out a day. And I was like, well, we can stay at All-Star Movies and it's like 130 total or All-Star Sports, All-Star Music. Anyway. Um, but the caveat to that is making sure that you're not just going and blowing a ton of money at like Disney Springs that you wouldn't have spent otherwise if you were at home or something like that,
0: yeah, it makes it a little more fun too, you know because you have a hard day so you can add a day here, yeah, and so it, it keeps it up to the day you maybe up to the date, but pretty close to your date of going that you can change it and then things change you right and Move things around but
1: Yeah, and Disney's always really great too about the flexibility, like Tony said, and they are offering a lot of promotions right now. So if you book for your vacation, let's say you booked for twenty twenty four for like June of twenty twenty four, the offers aren't out yet for those dates. But if they came out you can always retroactively have them added to your vacation. So if you booked with me, for example, I would get an alert from Disney that the offer has come out and then I would automatically go in and see if it qualifies for your reservation. So you can always do things like that too to be able to make sure you're saving the most money.
0: Number seven.
1: Getting the Disney dining plan to stay on budget. This is kind of controversial. I was actually thinking about this earlier today and I was like, I think that maybe I should go through and hypothetically put in quick service locations that we could possibly eat at during our vacation to see if it would benefit us to have the dining the quick service dining plan during our vacation um if you're going and you're eating at like a bunch of character dining locations or something like that that could potentially save you money if you had like two character dining reservations per day i don't recommend that but if you did you would be saving money by getting the dining plan
0: yeah, so throwing around really loosely the word save on all of these. Right. So, like, if you're going to be doing, like, if we, we eat a lot, we're going to, it kind of just keeps you a gauge of where you're at and so you don't go overboard.
1: Right. The only caveat to that is I feel like if you get the Disney dining plan, you either dining plan, so you get two quick service meals and a snack meal, a snack credit, or you get one table service, one quick service meal, and a snack credit with that, like you're probably gonna end up buying things off the Disney dining plan. So are you end up are you actually saving money in the end? Or you could be someone who's a stickler with it and be like, I'm gonna use my snack credits for breakfast, or I'm gonna bring snacks like we talked about earlier for breakfast and then just use these credits for lunch and dinner.
0: Well and for us on this the dining plan it's you're paying for it ahead of time too. Yeah. So it feels good. And it it's like feels like, convenience. like it's yeah. free when you're there. so it just it adds Makes a trip feel nicer. They don't have the to save anything. You Probably won't, but... <laughs>
1: yeah. Feels good. And I think we mentioned it before, too. Anybody who is staying on-site at Walt Disney World can have the Disney Dining Plan. So even if you, like, bought your park tickets separately, if you um, have an annual pass, you're a Disney Vacation Club member, you can always add on the Disney Dining Plan. Um, you just have to call in to talk to your cast member to do so. Number eight limit on-site merchandise and buy it on Shop Disney instead. So a lot of times Shop Disney will have um, discounts that they're running like 30% off or 50% off or free shipping or something like that. If you get like a promotion that's 30% off plus free shipping, most of the time the Disney um, merchandise shops like World of Disney or any of the locations in Magic Kingdom aren't going to offer those same discounts or it's not going to be as good of a discount. I don't think I've ever seen a discount for merchandise it. Any of the Disney locations for items that we bought.
0: Well, no, but we have the, the Disney card. True. Which you ten percent off. But on this one, what we recommend or we like to do, especially there's certain versions actually <laughs> that you can only get in certain areas. True. Certain, yeah. Certain like hotels, you can't get that online. Like right. you Staying saying Wilderness Lodge, well, you, I get like their polo. I get polo shirts everywhere I go for golf shirts. You can't get that anywhere else. So. Make that a purchase and then get everything else online you want to get that's not exclusive to the like a park ride or something you can't get online.
1: Like like Mini Airs, for example. You can buy those on, not all of them, but some of them are available on Disney's website, and if they uh, have a promotion going or something like that, there's a way to save money. Also, um, at many of the Target locations and on Target's website – they have the um, exact same princess dresses that you would get at Bippity Boppity Boutique for your little girls. So let's say you um, are taking your daughter to Bibbidi Boppity Boutique. She wants to dress like Cinderella. Go on Target's website, see if they have the Cinderella dress on there, which they do. And then if they are a lot of times offering promotions for like kids toys and that's considered a toy. So then you can get a discount off of that rather than paying for it in the park. It's just a little way to, like, save you Well, so this one money.
0: seems simple, but you don't really, I don't think, on the average, we didn't think about it. But we don't really usually buy a lot of stuff. We usually
1: buy a mug, and we buy, he, Tony buys um, a You stop buying polo. your ears or You
0: get the ears before we go now. No. You usually typically get one there. I get
1: one pair of ears at World of Disney, like, the night that we arrive. Or the first time we go to Disney Springs.
0: Yeah. This one gets recommended, I've heard a couple of times, especially for kids. Yeah. You know. Buy like same thing. Buy one thing there. Buy something that's exclusive, something that you can't get anywhere else. Because I think that's a thing a lot of people don't think about. Almost all the stuff that they have, or you can get online. Like I've seen,
1: like I've seen, for example, the Walt Disney World sweatshirts, and I think it'd be so cute to get um, the girls like matching Walt Disney World sweatshirts, but. If I see them um, go on sale before we go, then maybe I'll just buy them before we get Not there. Not to
0: mention, you start buying things, and then you got nowhere to put it. You know, yeah. Bring, that's some true. people bring an extra bag for this kind of thing. And you get to check another bag and it gets a nightmare. So you got to carry stuff around because they can't, they don't send it to your hotel. That's anymore. exactly or, what I was just going to say. Yeah, just not really worth it? Yeah,
1: before 2020, Disney, you, you used to be able to buy, like, let's say, like, uh, I don't know, like an art piece or something from the Magic Kingdom, and then you pay for it and it would be delivered to your resort room for you. Disney doesn't currently offer that. They haven't brought that back. We say that
0: every single time we go, too, because we find several things. and like, man, if I could get this to the room and I have to carry it at all, even when you're leaving, I don't even want to carry it leaving. I'm leaving. I would, I would get... We pass on a lot of things if they would bring that
1: back yeah i really don't know why disney hasn't brought that back it's back at disneyland so i don't know why it's not
0: back at disney world it's a simple thing but for some reason they know more than it's not worth it for them
1: true number nine use the magical extras if you have a disney vacation package booked so a lot of people don't realize when you book a walt disney world vacation package that's going to be your disney world resort plus your park tickets you get what is called magical extras and you'll receive these when you get to your Disney Resort. It's either going to put be put underneath your um, resort room door or um, you'll get it at the front desk. And what this is, is a like kind of like a booklet of discounts to be used during your vacation. And then there's kind of like, you know, those tearaway cards you get for like a raffle or like coupons or something like that. That's basically what this is. So, for like the magical extras, you can go to you can go to miniature golf, and you can get um, free rounds of miniature golf for your family. We talked about that one before.
0: You've got a yeah, you've got a mini golf on a day off. You know, right? yeah, and that's free. Yeah, half a day, I mean, it's just well, what, what, what? There's not a whole lot of things you can do for free, right? Anywhere, especially in Disney.
1: You can also go to Splitsville, um, which is the bowling alley at um, Disney Springs. And if you use your magical extras, you get 10% off um, the price of bowling. You can go to places like City Works, which is a dining location at Disney Springs, for 10% off. Um, Joffrey's, you can go to for 20% off, which we have never used that. And that's crazy because we are always drinking Joffrey's. Um, Even places like Wetzel Pretzel, T Rex, um, the Spice and Tea Exchange. Uh, there's different like shopping locations like basin uh, that you get 10% off that so when you get to your Disney resort be sure to look over the magical extras and maybe make a plan of like hey I'm going to use these and this is how many use. Them. I'm going to go to Disney Springs and I'm going to go to Ghirardelli or whatever um and you can use it and like I said it'll show you all the discounts there but that's just another way to like kind of maximize your savings at Disney.
0: Well somebody say a lot too with everything you have to you got to do your research before you go. This one, you you can't do as much, I guess. But just with everything, know, know where discounts come from, know where you can use discounts, know what gets you discounts, if there is anything, where you know, the cheaper items are versus buying it somewhere else or just knowing, knowing the ins and outs as much as you can before you get there. Because once you get there, it's everything goes quick and it's can get pretty hectic <laughs>
1: yeah no definitely like even things like surrey bike rentals if you just go on to google and type in walt disney world magical extras there will be a page that pulls up there that um you could click on and it'll take you to the 2023 magical extras but now it also shows the 2024 magical extras so it's got like surrey bike rentals get 10 off that um the boathouse get 10 off your meal at the boathouse we have never used that and we go to the boathouse every single trip So, um, number 10, take advantage of free amenities at your resort. All of the resorts at Walt Disney World, whether you're staying in a value resort, a moderate resort, a deluxe resort, or a villa have incredible amenities and you should definitely just take time out during your vacation to use those amenities. Whether that's taking your kids to the playground, whether that's using... The resort pools, um, if you're staying at the value resorts, like Pop Century and Art of Animation, they have a really cool running trail where you can get, like, these, like, did you know facts about, what is it, animation on the Art of Animation side, and then, um, pop, like, culture facts on the Pop Century side.
0: Yeah, every resort has similar, not the same, but similar, they all have a bunch of pools. Right. they all have walking trails, paths, these are all things you can look up on, on their tip board, or the, uh the app disney app and, yeah and look and see what every resort has obviously for you to go
1: and any resort that's a moderate or deluxe resort is going to have a pool that has water slides so i've had families before be like i want to go to the water park and i'm like are you sure you want to go to the water park you're staying at grand floridian and they have an amazing pool area or beach if you're seeing a beach and yacht club like you do not need a day at the water parks because that's an amazing like pool area yeah on the
0: side note then they're all heated so you can swim all year long, but they're heated to eighty. Yeah, which is—I don't mean—I I not wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're eighty. Degrees, <laughs> but we go. Disney says they're heated to eighty. You can get in and you can swim, and it's warm. If it's not sunny outside, you're True. probably not going to enjoy it as much. Your kids, well, will, your kids won't care at but all.
1: But if the temperature is in the sixties and it's not sunny outside, it's going to be a little chilly. And yeah, you, just
0: decide. You can you can swim in the wintertime. Also,
1: I think too, it depends on where you're from. If you're from up north then if you're swimming in eighty degree water in Florida, it's probably gonna feel warm to you. We're from Texas.
0: Almost every resort, I think maybe all of them have hot tubs as well too. So that's That's
1: true. Yeah, no that that's that's a great point too. Um they also some of the resorts have like different like they'll have character meet and greets or they have um movies
0: out outside. Yeah. Movies under the day, stars. Maybe
1: Yeah, they'll have campfires. You might have you have to pay like a small fee for like the s'mores kit for that. But you could also bring that from home or have that delivered from Amazon Fresh or something like that. Number 11, eat at the lounges versus the sit down dining locations. So I was talking to Tony before we started recording the podcast and I was saying a lot of people don't realize. Let's say, for example, you want to go eat at Space Two Twenty, 20 but the prefix price is kind of like a sticker shock to you. Instead of booking a dining reservation at Space U20 where you have to have a prefix meal it's a set price, you can book a reservation at the Lounge if Space U20's Lounge is offering reservations. or it's just hard to do. Yeah, or just go on the – get on the walk-up you wait list when you get there. And you can get everything all la carte So you could get like the calamari a la card or something like that, and just have one like entree or one item there. Have drinks, whatever you want to do, but you're still saving money off of that prefix price, and you're getting the exact same atmosphere.
0: This is probably the main one that comes to mind, and, and that you're going to get the same experience no matter what, right? So for us, maybe maybe may change. So now that we're we doubled size family lives, who knows? I don't know. But if this is when you definitely have the same atmosphere. You look at the same stuff, and you don't have to have yeah the the prefix which is you know we haven't heard bad things about it's just not really worth the price right
1: and like another place too that's great option is over at animal kingdom we always talk about nomad lounge um nomad lounge is a lounge located in the discovery island area of animal kingdom and it shares a kitchen with tiffins which is a signature dining location they have the exact same bread service at Nomad Lounge that they have at Tiffin's. The nice thing about going to Nomad Lounge is it's located along the water, and that's where the character flotillas go by. So we've just sat out there, and, like, it, it was just obviously just the two of us set. Perfect
0: place for a cocktail at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, but Over they also the have, like, light, light bites and stuff like that. It's also a family-friendly location. There was a family that stood, that was sitting right behind us, and they actually have, like— kids meals and kids like appetizers and like small bites and stuff like that too so it's we've not just a location for adults i got a
0: picture of that we'll post that when we i one of our visits there it basically feels like you're sitting in a tree house and it's right next to the water there yeah you don't it's feel perfect, like you're at- atmosphere for like annual kingdom like you just sit in the jungle
1: right that and that's a place that i honestly would love for us to be able to go um when we go to disney at the end of the month like to be able to go sit at like nomad lounge like Animal Kingdom is going to be the girls' first park that we go to. And that's just like a really relaxing place to like take a break from the park for the day. we
0: usually finish our day there on the way out. Yeah. A couple appetizer, appetizers, appetizer, a drink, and then see the tree and rock and roll.
1: Yeah. Number 12, use Magic Mobile rather than Magic Bands. So this is something that's kind of going to be a personal choice. I said at the beginning of the podcast, Tony loves Magic Mobile. Or I'm sorry, Magic Bands. We have never used Magic Mobile. I don't think we ever will. But we are huge proponents of magic bands. Magic bands used to be free at Walt Disney World. They're not at the current moment. Um, they're like 20 to $40, depending on which ones
0: you get. Yeah. So if you have a family of four I minutes, you already started off with a hundred. Right. Easy.
1: So we love magic bands for the price, for the reason that you don't have to pull out your phone for every single thing at Disney. You don't have to pull out your phone to scan into the parks. You don't have to pull out your phone to get into your hotel room or to like make purchases throughout the parks. Instead, you just have your magic band, which is basically just a brace a bracelet That um, you scan and it's linked to your Disney account. So that's something that we really love. We're actually really excited. I just remembered right now we have our magic. Yeah, we have magic bands that we haven't even used. Magic Band Plus. We got them for a year ago. We weren't like super crazy about Magic Band Plus just because it's not like you and, have and, to charge and, and the, it the fact, I think
0: just kind of died out on it i don't think there's much to it anymore but we've got them We're gonna yeah to they're I mean,
1: very interactive with like fireworks shows and something like that if you're interested in that the only downside is you have to charge them but regular magic bands you don't but as is
0: this podcast you can still use the old magic band so you don't have to buy a new one every single time
1: no and your old magic bands are good for like they will hold a battery for like three to five years but tony found this magic band i don't even remember what magic band it was that you wanted um, I think. Oh, I think it had, had like a park map on it or something. It was during the 50th it was anniversary. A limited, yeah, it was a limited. And so he was like, "Do you want a Magic Band plus two So I got like I think like a mini mouse, like a pink and white one. So we have not gotten to use those. They arrived after our, our last trip in February, and unbeknownst to us, that would be the last trip we were going on for a year.
0: Well, so- for and for us, we we like it's just like a memory thing too. We've always had it when they were free. We, get, we got sort of free ones, right? And it's just kind mm-hmm. of like. So make it too convenient because you can charge everything on like a credit card too. Yeah. So it's like you're not gonna not want to have one. More so, I think on this one, just don't buy one every time. Like I like the one I have. It's a limited, which you don't ever have again. So that's the only reason I even got that one. But yeah, it's an old one. Who didn't don't work giving it new color every time
1: right like tony said use an old one don't necessarily like if you've never been to disney before and you were trying to cut costs like tony said if you have a family of four or five that could be something that like raises the cost
0: so maybe not everybody have one
1: um everybody i believe has to have so if everybody is so if you're using a magic band yeah everybody kind of has to use that but um the i can double check on that i'm not like positive on that one but yeah I, like, personally, if you're trying to cut costs, you could definitely do it that. in
0: terms of the whole, not everybody has to have the annual pass thing to, get to, um, <laughs> to get that whole situation.
1: Are you trying to say you don't want the annual pass?
0: So, we may be coming back with annual pass when we go this time. Maybe not everybody. But, because you can still use everyone's discount in the party if someone right. has one. So, that one's um, just kind of what I was going to
1: Yeah. Number 13 is, kind of along the same lines, get a Disney Visa card or an annual pass. So um, with a Disney Visa card, you get, um, they offer different promotions to save on rooms and stuff like that. They also, you also get to save on merchandise or at select restaurants. If you get an annual pass, it's the same thing. Annual passes are going to, of course, have um, a bigger discount off of room stays. And then I believe it's a little bit of a bigger discount on, um, on restaurants it's the same discount, I believe, on merchandise. But again, we don't buy a ton of merchandise. But also, if you are someone who wants to have, like, t- go on tours or things like that at Disney, you can always get discounts on every single one of those with an annual pass. So, like Tony said, not everybody in your party needs to have one. It may be more beneficial just to have, like, one person have it or something like that.
0: Yeah, and this is always way personal because this is a money thing, getting right. a credit card or whatever. But for us, I like, because it, it keeps everything in the same. We just use this for every vacation,'s on the right. Disney card when you first open it up, I think it's a first. Is it the first year you don't have to pay any interest, or you know, kind of the like first a, six a months
1: if you use it with a Disney um, vacation, you don't pay any interest.
0: So maybe they yeah. get used at one time, but yeah, this it just keeps everything clean. And so you still get the ten percent off like of merchandise and things like that. So.
1: Yeah, and you get rewards points back. It's not like a ton by any means. Like you're not getting a ton of points,
0: but every little bit feels good. Yeah,
1: and like Tony said, I this is, is a personal. Off. This is a personal choice. Like not necessarily promoting like, hey, get a credit card. Like,
0: but all these things, you know, if you can do all these things or half them, some whatever. I mean, it adds up. You know a couple hundred bucks if you get a family of four not drinking waters every time right all these couple bucks here and there it actually it adds up
1: well and like with the annual passing if you are going to disney more than if you're going to be in the parks more than nine days a year with park hopper it is a beneficial savings to have an annual pass especially depending on the time of year you go if you're going like during a peak time or something like that so it really just kind of like play with the numbers, see on your own, but these are ways that you can save money at Walt Disney World that you don't have to necessarily, like, go out of your way to do so, with the exception of, like, a Disney Visa card or something this is like the that. the new
0: year. This is the new you. You can yeah. do it. You do you Believe. in the best way possible. The magic is calling
1: and you must go
0: calling your credit cards out of your wallets yes
1: (laughs) so that's gonna do it for this week's episode as always be sure to give us a follow at the double dose of disney fam on both instagram and tiktok to keep the fun rolling and please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform that goes so far to help us continue growing our audience we will see you right back here next week